and let's worship the Lord. Let's just worship Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I don't want to go through just the motion of just doing this as a, let's just worship him for just a moment. He's worthy. Hallelujah, Jesus. I worship you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a The Holy Ghost is in the place. How many of you come to see the Holy Ghost move in this house tonight? I refuse to let one service go by every service we push for the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost to move in the house because we don't know if it's going to be the last service but this service I want the Holy Ghost to flow to flow in this place Hallelujah. Is that your desire? Is that your desire? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, he's in the house. Before I get ahead of myself, I just come with great emotion because this is my home where we were birthed out of. Came out of this church, grew up in this church, married in this church. Just a product of every one of you. So, <clears throat> I first want to, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank every one of you who birthed us in the city of Shafter. We would not be where we are at today if it was not for everybody in this house. Thank you. Thank you. I wish we could have brought more tonight. We did have a few of ours come, and I am so thankful for those that did come. And please be seated just for a moment before I get into the word of the Lord. I just want to go through some thank yous because <clears throat> when you really go through the process, you begin to see the operation of where God moves and who he moves through. First and foremost, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you only knew what God has done for me, some of you know, where God has brought me from. 
I didn't grow up in church. Well, I did grow up in church, but I didn't grow up with any kind of heritage of a tradition of preachers or, or whatever. But I'll tell you what. God gave me the best heritage and the best church and the best people of God right here in Bakersfield, California. And I'm proud to be a product of this church. I think Bishop Frost, who's not here, I, my wife and I, we got some cards together and I looked at the cards. And I said, just not good enough, Brother Bradford, to give the thank you I want to give. So we're going to do something even more special than those cards. To some very special people, Bishop Frost. I thank the Lord for the bishop that God and the pastor God put in my life to help me. Amen. <clears throat> to help us. Brother and Sister Bradford, we thank you for the support. Y'all don't know. Amen. There's great things happening in this church. Powerful things, mighty things. This is the this is a tremendous church. But y'all ain't keeping it here. It's going out. It's gonna reach, and it is reaching the far ends of the world, and it's it's reaching into Shafter, California, and God's doing powerful things there. But the support that Bishop Frost and Brother and Sister Bradford have given us, we would not be where we're at. And I thank you. I want to thank someone that probably doesn't get a lot of mention. But after going through the process, we just became incorporated and uh, a self-sufficient church as of the end of November. So effective January 1st, we where, 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 where voices where the enemy came to us and said there would never be a church in Shafter. We incorporated as a church in Shafter January 1st. We are Truth Church Shafter Incorporated. And in that process, it's a lot of paperwork and getting everything together and the 501c3 and all this and the bookkeeping. And I got to realize... How much work, Sister Jenkins, thank you, thank you. I know it was a lot, thank you. You should never know what people are doing in the church. And um, I'm sure it was pretty phenomenal for her to kind of see some of the new people being added to the roster and if anybody's seen the the growth, it was Sister Jenkins in the back, you know, end of things. And uh, thank you, Sister Amy. Amen. I've bothered these two so many times. And uh, y'all have a phenomenal church. 
We, and we're, we're just a product of it. I'm going to say we have a phenomenal church here in Bakersfield. Phenomenal people. Hallelujah. And so let me just, before I get into the word of the Lord, let me tell you uh, a little bit of where we're at. We started off from scratch over 10 years ago. We will officially, we're going to be hitting our 10-year in May, May 22nd and 23rd. Y'all are invited that want to come. We'll have a building where we can accommodate more people. This last year, our nine-year anniversary, we had a phenomenal speaker come, but we only had uh, 50 chairs, and they were all filled with people from Shafter <laughs> with only five parking spaces in the front. Go figure that. <laughs> so I apologize for not making invitations. I didn't even invite Brother Bradford, and that was horrible. Should have at least, I have to apologize publicly to Brother Bradford for, but we had a wonderful time, and this last year, God has been pouring out revival in a mighty way, in a mighty way. I'm going to talk about some of it here in just a moment. We are um, going to be opening up escrow, talking to the escrow this week, and uh, we're going to be getting a building, and I'll give you a little bit more of that in just a moment, but it's, it's in the best side of town, in the most visible place it could be, and um, we're going to be opening up escrow and closing on February 28th. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. It don't got five parking spaces in the front. It got 30 parking spaces all ready to go. Hallelujah. That's a big deal. <laughs> hey, man, we're about to accommodate 60, 70 in that building. And uh, with room to grow big time. Hey, we didn't just go to Shafter to have the little sh church in Shafter. We went to Shafter to see the kingdom of God flow and become the powerhouse of West Kern. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I'm fixing to preach now. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. I'm telling you it's time for the apostolic church to break forth and break out. Amen. And be the powerhouse that God has called us to be. So with that, if you could stand to your feet. I want us to turn our Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 10. And then as you're turning there, one more big thank you to every person in this place, from my friends, closest friends up on this platform, to every person in this audience that's ever helped me or my wife or my family in some way. So many of you have, have blessed us or just, just come in and, and you know who you are. If I started naming names, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know what. Amen. In the spirit, what you what you do and what you mean, but but God is doing a work 
through you. I want you to believe that tonight. God is doing a mighty work through every person in this house tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Hebrews chapter number 10 and verse number 32. But to call to remembrance the former days in which after ye were illuminated, ye endured a great fight of afflictions, partly whilst ye were made a gazing, stock both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst ye became companions of them that were so used. For ye had compassion of me and my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that if after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. I want you to put your Bibles down, and one more time, I want you to lift your voice with a mighty shout and a mighty praise. I want you to forget little old Frankie Cabrera. And I want you to get in the vein of the Spirit. Can we shout unto God with a voice of faith and a voice of expectancy in the house tonight? Come on, somebody, pray. God wants to do something in this house tonight. Come on, come on, let's, let's get in the vein of the Holy Ghost right now. Do you believe God tonight? Are you expecting God tonight? I'm telling you, there's a flow of the Holy Ghost that's fixing to move in this house tonight. Somebody clap your hands and shout unto God with a voice of expectation. Hallelujah, you can be seated. I want to just title this The Fact of the Matter. It's a longer title, but just for your purposes, sound man. The Fact of the Matter. We look at Hebrews chapter 10 and we see a call to remember the former days. And we see that there was some afflictions. There was some pain. There was some struggle. 
there were some tribulations. And there was some suffering. And there was some persecution. And there was a great fight of afflictions. You see, we often look at Hebrews chapter number 11. The faith chapter. We often see the great men and women of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, don't we? But the fact of the matter is, every one of these individuals that we look as great and mighty men and women of God had some facts of life that they had to deal with. Had some situations that they had to go through. They had some sinful ways and mistakes. And failures. And even when they got it together, they still had hurts. And people coming against them. And people ridiculing them. And people doubting them. And people talking about them. And people lying about them. And people saying, you came from out of that. And yet you're going through this. And it'd be so easy for me. And I know who I'm preaching to tonight. This is a word church. And I'm a word preacher. But tonight I just felt impressed in the Holy Ghost. Just to minister. To give you. Amen. What thus saith the spirit of the Lord tonight. individuals that you know the stories if I was to name names I don't even have to go through the stories tonight brother Bradford because I could name a name and you'd it'd come right to you I could name Job I could name all these these great men of God women of God but the Holy Ghost as I was praying before church, impressed on me, Joseph. To turn to his part in Hebrews chapter 11. And I, I went there to Hebrews 11, and I went to verse number 22. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. And I said, Lord, could you have given me that scripture earlier this week? <laughs> I'd like to have studied that out just a little more. But I'm telling you, when I begin to think about Joseph, here he is in this faith chapter. His entire life was about the fact of the matter. 
and not knowing what, what's going to happen next. But here he is about to die. And when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Somewhere, Joseph knew that the fact of the matter is his life took him through, through, some, some, through some struggles and through a, 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 a progressive walk of life. It, it, it was it was a a molding in a and the fact of the matter is Joseph had a vision he had a dream that God was going to do something powerful in his life but but the fact of the matter is there was there was there was things in he could, he could not see the bigger picture. All he could see was the moment and the circumstance in front of him. And I begin to think about that story. And you all know the story. You all know everything Joseph had to go through. But here we come to the end of his life. And somewhere Joseph, through all of that, he knew that God had brought him to such a place to deliver the people of God. Amen. But he knew that he did not belong staying in Egypt. The fact of the matter is God had to use him in Egypt. But the fact of the matter is, amen, that's where he wasn't going to stay. That, in fact, wasn't where the people of God weren't going to stay. What I want to preach to you tonight is not the fact of the matter. Because there's a lot of facts of the matter if we talk about it tonight. But what I'm preaching to you tonight is the faith of the matter. I, I'm not just going to preach a cliche, amen, tonight. Amen, but I'm telling you this thought that I'm preaching to you tonight. I wanted to get it into your spirit. That when you struggle and when you have the fact of the matter, that there is a faith of the matter that is given to us through the word of God and through the spirit of God. Let's pray right now. The, the fact of the matter is, amen, brother. I don't know where he's at that testified tonight. The fact of the matter is, amen, he had some struggles. He had some facts in front of him that he had to deal with. He had a situation in front of him that, that because of life circumstance, the fact was there. It was you were guilty. You, were, you, you, you admitted it tonight. In fact, I was guilty, and we were all guilty, but, but the faith of the matter. When the fact of the matter says uh, door closed, uh, you better start getting in your spirit. But what's the faith of the matter? I'm going to get there. Let me just build it up here just a little while. Amen. We look at the facts. Amen. Everybody wants the facts. They want the evidence. They want the, they want the proof. 
And if we're honest with ourselves, we constantly get caught up in the facts of life, don't we? Because whether we like it or not, no matter how spiritual we are, no matter how long we've been in church, no matter how well we're doing, no matter whether we've been just in the Lord a little time or we've been in the Lord a a long amount of time, amen, there's going to be the facts that slam right in front of our faith. We, we feel like we're making a little bit of progress and we feel like we, we're, we're trying, maybe we're trying to go for a, a, a promotion and God says, wait. Well, God says it, but we don't see it as being God. We see it, man, I, sh- I deserve that promotion. <laughs> if I, if I would have got that promotion, I could have I helped give more to the, to the work. And we look at the facts and we try to figure out with our own carnal thinking and our own carnal mentality and our own and our own ways of of trying to trying to 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 say how 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 do we get through the facts and how do we how do we you know what amen we need to start considering there is a faith of the matter that we're going to talk about. And I want every young person, and I want every young married, and I want every new convert. Amen. Those of you that have been in church a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I even want to remind you tonight, amen, that when the facts of life, amen, come our way, there's still the faith of the matter. I said there's still the faith of the matter. fact of the matter is, amen, we, people offend us, people come against us, people, I'm telling you, amen, but even sometimes we, the fact is, even we offend and we go against. But the fact is, we're looking at everybody else and not looking at ourselves. The fact of the matter is, there's a lot of problems in this house. And there's a lot of problems in my house, in our church. And in every church, we ain't a perfect church. But we're not, if, we were, if we'd get stuck in the facts of the matter, it would make us all most miserable. If we had our hope in this life only, we'd be of all men most miserable. But I'm not talking about the fact of the matter. Amen. It's time for us to start living in the faith of the matter. I said it's time for some of us to start getting the lens of the faith of the situation. By every fact, I shouldn't be here right now. By every fact, you shouldn't be here right now. By every fact, what's little Frankie Cabrera doing anything for the kingdom of God? I'm, I'm, I haven't referred to myself as Frankie Cabrera in a long time. Amen. But I want to get you a point in this house. Amen. Who am I? The fact of the matter is. I, I, I didn't even know what I was doing half the time. And if I would have got stuck in all of that, Brother Bradford, the fact of the matter is I had family members 
close family members coming against me, amen, and, and, and trying to get me to move to other places, trying to say, what's that church doing for you? You ain't got no, you ain't got no family members there. You ain't got no, you ain't got, ain't got no real pull there. Why don't you move over here? Why don't you come? And I'm telling you, the enemy came again. I have told a lot of people this, but I'm telling you this, amen, by the, by the, by the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. But, 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 but you know what? Amen. I thank God that I yielded, amen, to the Lord and to the voice of God through my pastor and my man of God. Amen. That said, don't look at the facts that are coming in your ear. Amen. And some of it may even be a lie of the matter. But you better understand that whether it's fact or whether it's lie, you still need to consider what is the faith of the matter. And you know what we begin to do? Amen. I, I begin to follow the Holy Ghost. I begin to say, Lord, amen. Hallelujah. If we're going to do this thing, amen. I don't want to look at those voices that are coming against me and saying, greater men have tried, amen, than you to go start a work in Shafter. Greater men have gone into, you know what? Their work wasn't in vain, devil. Amen. They put some seed there that when I got there, amen, it just made the ground ready for me to plow and for there to be some fruit that came up. Don't let the devil lie in your ears by people coming with negative voices and lies and false. I'm telling you, you need to hear the voice of the matter. You need to hear the faith of the matter. The voice of God of the matter. Because little Frankie Cabrera can't do anything. But I tapped into and went beyond this earth and said, if I can get into the heavenly place, amen, and draw from heaven the will of God here on earth, there ain't no stopping me, devil. There ain't no stopping me, enemy. I got the heavenly. I got the voice of the matter. I got the when you activate heaven there's no telling what could happen here on earth the problem is we're living here on earth we're thinking too much here on earth we're worried too much about the facts forget I'm not of this earth someone told me one time I was on fire for God I was doing good for God they're not in this church anymore brother Bradford hallelujah I'm not, I'm not rejoicing. They're, in, they're back in church somewhere. But I'm telling you, they came to me one time and they said, you're so spiritually minded that you don't do any earthly good. Okay. They said, you're so heavenly minded, you don't do any earthly good. 
Problem was, I never saw them bring anybody to church. Problem was, I always saw them walking pompous and like they had it. Let me tell you something. Amen. The, there's more scriptures talking about being spiritually minded than carnally minded. Amen. I remember when we used to break in the church. Amen. Some of us young men. And we used to pray. And the faith of the matter, the faith of the matter, the faith of the matter. God used to bring back backsliders and bring back souls. And we brought, we brought a, you remember we brought that crippled man. Amen. That disabled man. We put him on that cot and we baptized him in Jesus. Jesus' name, how's that for being so spiritually minded? I don't got to conform to the earth ways to see a move of God because a move of God doesn't come through earthly means. It comes when I get into the heavenlies, when I get into the faith of the matter, when I get into the spirit. Because the spirit can do much more than what I could ever do. We ain't got enough talent. We ain't got enough of knowledge. Amen. Like Jesus has. You get into the faith of the matter. You get into the spirit of the matter. There is powerful things that will begin to happen in your youth group, in your young marrieds, in your, you got to stop operating in the facts of the matter and get in the faith of the matter. I want you to get that in your spirit. It's the faith of the matter. Okay. We've lost. We, we, you know, we've lost a lot of congregations in our 10 years. If I, if I would have got caught up Oh, we lost. One time we lost everybody. But before that next service that we lost everybody, this was before, uh, well, actually even sometime when Brother Green was with us, we lost people too. But, but even before then, there was a time we lost everybody. And we could have got in the facts of the matter and said, there's nobody here. There's not revival happening in Shafter. Might as well close it down. But you know what? That very week, amen, I said, uh-uh, I'm going to get me some children up in here. There ain't no adults. We'll get some children back up in this house. Amen. I remember we built it up to 40, 50 kids right there in our, in our Sunday school. Hey, 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 I'd rather preach to 40. 50 kids, amen, amen, and watch the Holy Ghost move in some children and some souls, their souls too, amen, there's been, there's been, I can count on one time where we had absolutely zero in the church, why, because you can't get caught up, amen, when things go wrong and you say, I'm going to give up, I'm going to get offended, I'm going to get, uh -uh. I'm going to get a hold of the faith of the matter and say, well, God, I guess they, but hey, you're still going to have a church, your word is still right. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. That's the faith of the matter. We may have sickness. We may have trials. We may have breakups. We may have all of that. But there's still the faith of the matter. We grew. Brother Bradford already told you about our first building. We sure should have. We we sure could have given up, Brother Green, when the plumbing. We were for how long was it? A year, 
two years. Two years we were using the new Del Taco's bathroom. We would take children with an umbrella. <laughs> and the sisters in the church <laughs> with an umbrella when it was raining to the Del Taco bathroom. We even celebrated our five-year anniversary. <sighs> Brought some of the biggest names in Pentecost. And we're using the bathroom at Del Taco. I wasn't scared. I wasn't embarrassed. Because I wasn't operating in the facts of the matter. Because the faith of the matter is, I don't care who's impressed or who's not impressed. All I care about is, well, are we going to have a move of God up in here? All I care about is, that, is there going to be somebody that gets the Holy Ghost? All I care about, amen, we may be going to Del Taco, but thank God we got a building. That's the faith of the matter. There's churches that didn't even have a building. Thank God we had a place to meet. You can look at your situation and say all this and all that. And you can get all negative about it. Or you can say thank God for that warehouse looking thing that had creepy crawlers crawling down all the time. And little rodents that ran across the... No matter how much pest control we try to put up in there. We were still in a warehouse. But the fact of them, or the faith of the matter is people were still getting the Holy Ghost, weren't they? God was still building a church. God was still building a church. Amen. He, he, uh, he showed me a building as we were passing by. He said, for rent. I think Brother Green saw it. Right there next to the generals. And there was a, a storefront there. And a lot of churches of other denominations that try to get that building because there's, I'm telling you, in Shafter, it's, it's, it's known as, uh, last I read, not too long ago, probably a few weeks ago, uh, one of the most, if not the most wealthiest community in the entire state of California. Did you know that little old Shafter? Agriculture, oil fields, and distribution. They got the land. And God put us right there in the middle. That's not the best thing going. We're the best thing going. See, the fact of the matter is, you say, oh, well, the money's the best. Uh uh. The, the faith of the matter is, we're the best thing there. We're the hope there. So we, we, uh, we went to that, that building and we approached the building owner, and apparently, you got to get a conditional use permit in the city of Shafter. It ain't, it ain't cheap. He said he wants that money. And so, turns out that other churches had tried, and the reason they got denied was because of the parking. Only five parking spaces in front of the building. So what do you do, brother? What do I do? I have a church here that I need to move to a new building. I got... The questions don't stop, brother. You're going you're gonna to come a lot more. But if you get a hold of what you got a hold of in understanding, God, my father, I'm your son. She's your daughter. We need the faith of the matter to operate in this situation. God, this is your church. This ain't Frank Cabrera's church. This is your church. And if this is your church, 
need to, you need to make this happen. God impressed on me, said, go talk to the, to the uh, pastor in the back and uh, see if he will sign a letter to let you use the parking lot in the back. I said, yes, Lord. I went and talked to the pastor in the back, let him know what we were doing. He said, I'd be more than happy to sign a letter for you that we'd let you use the parking, our parking lot at no cost. That's the faith of the matter. We go to the seat. We go... We take our entire church there uh, to get the conditional use permit approved, and it's approved. They accepted the letter. Amen. We got now a better building. Amen. That could fit more people, much nicer. Amen. Had a little bit of still some problems, and those owners are they're crazy. Don't get caught up in the facts, people. Amen. Hallelujah. But hey, let me tell you something. I didn't care. We were rejoicing because we were in, in still one of the most visible spots in Shafter, right on Laredo Highway. And you know what? Amen. We only have five parking spaces in the front, but now we had a parking lot in the back. Then they gave us five more parking spaces right in the back of the building and we had the parking right on the street. And you know what? God God has been filling up that house because that's the faith of the matter. And so it's come to where, as it was getting filled up, Brother Bradley Ellard called me and said, Brother, there is a building in your city that's fixing to go up for sale it's not even in the market yet he said there that's in my the, the there's a church organization that is split and and they are getting rid of their buildings just getting rid of them he said, you need to contact them right away. I did. I was the first in. We prayed. We were believing God. It was looking like it was awesome. And we got outbid by $10,000. We worked on that deal for one year and got outbid. And you talk about it. One year. That's where the questions begin to come. God, I'm doing your work. I'm doing what you, I, I, I'm faithful. This is your church. Why would we get outbid by just $10,000? Then some time went by, going on another year, and then our building gets sold from out from underneath us to the generals in the same parking lot. And they raised up the rent on us twice. They gave us letters. And I said, these people are wanting to get us out of here. And when they did that, I said, I need to do something here. I got shaken and I, I, I got a hold of the, of, the, of the people that outbid me. It turned out it was a local business owner that had bought it. And I didn't know what he was doing. He wasn't doing nothing on, he was doing something on the side, but he wasn't doing nothing in the main sanctuary. I said, well, maybe if I talk to him, maybe he'll lease us the building or maybe he'll even, well, who knows? And when I went to talk to him, he said, I told him what I wanted to do. I said, I want to I lease this from you. I mean, uh, can, I don't see you doing anything with this main sanctuary. Can, can I lease this from you? He said, would you be interested in purchasing it? 
I said, what? We begin to rejoice, and we were so excited, and we were happy. We got all the people happy. We got them full, and, and boy, we were operating in faith, and wow, they opened up again. And we were working on it for, for several months, and we were, it was coming, and it was going, and we were going back and forth with the we even, we even had churches come and pray with us. The Visalia church came and, 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 and they prayed over the building and it was, and, and, and our people were getting excited and only for the building owner to say, I'm selling it to a mosque. Blow, and then on top to just to make matters worse, to a mosque. And I was sitting there feeling sorry for myself. I'm being transparent with you to help somebody tonight. I'm sitting there feeling defeated, feeling hurt, feeling like. Are you serious here? Then I was feeling the shame because of the people that we had come pray over the building. And I'm like, what are they going to think? And then I started feeling the hurt over our own people after all the, the, all the money, the, 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 some of the money that they put into uh, uh, going towards a deposit. And, and I was... But I was operating in the facts of the matter. And then I started getting into the faith of the matter. And I began to pray and fast. And I said, I got to get back into the heavenlies. Because I'm not of this world. I'm from another. There, you see, we live, in a, we live in a parallel world, brothers and sisters. Uh, and when you get a vision of that, and when you get a, when you get, I know that kind of sounds weird to some of you, but it's the truth. We live in a parallel dimension where there is a, there's a spiritual realm called heaven. Amen. Jesus said, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, we think the will of God is, in a, no, no, no. The will of God comes from heaven to earth. And if you can get in that dimension, amen, if you can get in that dimension, young preacher, amen, and say, what is the will of God for my life? What's the will of God for my direction? I go to heaven and I say, Lord, amen, my direction comes from you. There's more power and there's more healing and there's more direction and there's more guidance when you pull from the heavenlies to the earth. Oh, you're not getting it yet, but you're going to get it here in just a moment. Let me tell you. Amen. I begin to pray and I begin to get some boldness inside of me. And I said, Lord, amen. I don't know what's happening here, but we're better than a mosque. We're better than the Buddhists. We're better than the whatever other religion. We got the truth. You are the truth. Your name is greater than any other name. Lord, I 
ain't going to accept, amen, getting out bed and beaten by a mosque. You know what I'm going to do, Lord? I'm going to hit every church in this city, and I'm going to take my card, and I'm going to say, if you're selling or if you're leasing, I want to be the first you talk to. That's when I begin to learn that faith without works is dead. When you get into the operation of the faith of the matter, you've got to step out into the operation of the work, amen, of God and believe God that somewhere something's going to open up, amen. God knows what he's doing. We see the momentary. We see what's in front of us. We see the hurt. We see the failure. We see the defeat. But God is working out something greater. I go to church number one. They were cordial. Church number two. The pastor slips and lets me in on a little secret that the, the church down the way is struggling a little bit. I said, huh, that's where I'm hitting next. I go... <laughs> Um, hit them. See what's going on. What am I, what, what's going on here? What do you mean they're struggling a little bit? Amen. I go over there to church number three, and uh, and uh, you might. You, but some of you that are that are visiting, I, I'm not disregarding. Amen. Th th those people. Amen. But they don't have the truth. We have the truth. I want them to come and be a part of our church because we got the truth, and they need what we got. So I go talk to them. We make a connection. Amen. They say, as a matter of fact, we just had a meeting last week that we want to sell, amen, half of our property. And the half of the property that they wanted to sell, acre of land, about an acre of land, 3,100 square feet facility right on Laredo Highway in the most visible part of the city. See, you know what I'm gonna what, what I'm gonna tell you right now is now I'm gonna tell you about the grace of the matter. You see, the fact of the matter is, amen, doors were shutting and things were happening, and we didn't understand what was going on, and all we could see was our momentary uh, uh, vision in front of us. But the faith of the matter is uh, we had a God that was that was greater than us, and a God that was working it all out, and a God that that we knew if if somewhere he's gonna work it out, somewhere he's gonna he's gonna open a door. But the grace of the matter is something called keeping grace. I learned about grace that when you get into the heavenlies, you gotta you gotta be patient in understanding the tribulation that God may be keeping you from what could be a disaster and working out something. You get the no on the job. You get the no on the on the on the whatever you're, you get the no and the no. Sometimes we don't like no. But sometimes no is the answer from God. Sometimes no is the keeping grace of God. Because, well, we didn't get all of that. 
God was working out a much better situation. We're about to open up escrow this next week. We're supposed to close February the 28th. No interest, no down payment. Amen. They want us to pay all the closing costs. But 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 other than that, amen. And then on top of all of that, they gave us the payment schedule that we presented that we could afford and let it build up. Amen. I'm telling you, it pays to get into the faith of the matter and understand the wonderful working power of the grace of the matter. Grace will keep you. But you got to learn to understand the power of grace. Some of you here, you're guilty as can be. Every evidence has said guilty. Every evidence has said, has said you, you deserve uh, to, to, to be in prison. You deserve. To, to, to be lost. You don't even deserve to be in church. Oh, but thank God that you had the faith to go to church one night and find that bit of heaven that breaks open into your life. And now you understand the saving grace of God. God, amen, that comes into your life and says it doesn't matter what you've done because the faith of the matter is, amen, that the blood of Jesus still works. The blood of Jesus still cleanses. The blood of Jesus still washes. I'm telling you, amen, there's the saving grace of God when you get a hold of the faith of the matter. The faith of the matter. The faith of the matter. I may be a drug addict. I may be an alcoholic. I may have messed up. I may be on the brink of divorce. But there's still the faith. There's still the faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. I'm telling you, married couple, when you start operating in the faith of the matter, it'll change your family. It'll change your direction. It'll change your career because there ain't nothing like the faith of the matter. The faith of the matter is a law that's higher than any fact here on earth because the facts say what the faith of the is God's keeping grace. And even when we mess up, and in, even when we turn away, like the prodigal son that goes back home, we reach into heaven and say, Father, it was better in your house. And now we experience the restoring grace of God that gets a hold of our lives and reshapes us even though, amen, we, we messed it all up completely. I'm telling you, amen, it's time for you to get the faith of the matter in your spirit and in your heart and in your life. You know, let me tell you something tonight. I come to you as one that came from among you. Amen. I'm I'm just little Frankie Cabrera. Okay? But I want you to remember Jesus went to his own. And he went and he did miracles and he did wonders. And he couldn't 
do the work there because they were looking at the facts of the matter. There's the carpenter's son. Who does he think he is? Quit looking at we're looking at other people and we're looking at each other too much. We need to come into the house of God and we need to see the operation, the gifts of the Spirit. We need to see the operation of the move of the Holy Ghost. We need to see the operation of the faith of the matter. We still need, amen, God to move in the miraculous and in the... Oh, I'm fixing it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell it. Amen. We had a family that came to us. Uh, amen. Uh, they, they came. They got the Holy Ghost. Uh, they brought another family. Amen. They came. They're on the brink of the Holy Ghost. And then that family brought another family. Just this has happened in the space of the last two months, last few months. That family came in. And they had a young lady, a daughter that has cancer. They brought her to the front. Are we still the apostolic church? Do we still believe in healing? Do we still believe in the doctor's report and the fact of the matter that comes in front of us and say, you got cancer? It's I brought her up. And I went to that place in my spirit that I found. You see, you see, when you have that, I'm telling you, when you understand, amen, that the will of God comes from heaven into earth, and when you begin to operate in that dimension, and you begin to operate in that flow in your family, you see, Adam and Eve broke that, they broke that, they broke that with sin, and with the facts, and with their failures, and with the mess-ups, and they couldn't even have the relationship of God anymore, but God desires to bring heaven to earth. He came to connect us back to heaven. He came to connect us back with the power, and the healing, and the anointing, and we begin to pray for her and we begin to say in the name of Jesus and I said Lord pour out your healing from heaven to earth I believe in the faith of the matter I defy cancer in the name of Jesus I claim no cancer that was last Tuesday night she came today to church on Sunday morning we've been praying and we've been we've been fasting she said, Pastor, little 10-year-old girl, I haven't felt no pain since you prayed for me. Her aunt said she's been feeling pain, amen, since, since she got the report of, of, of her uh, 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 having to go for tests for cancer. She says, I haven't had any pain, amen. Let me tell you something. I told her parents, when the doctors come back with that report, you're going to know why we jump. You're going to know why we leap. It's not just because of some song that gets me oogie boogie going. Ha, ha. It's because of the faith of the matter. It's because of the faith of the matter. And when you get that report, I want you to leap. And I want you to shout it out. No cancer. No cancer. It's the faith of the matter. I said it's the faith of the matter. Brother and Sister Chavez, they're here tonight. Young couple in our church called me up just a few days ago. This has been our seven-day prayer and fasting at our church. 
they called me up. Their little niece, four-year-old, was throwing up blood. They said, Pastor, she's going to the murder. It's not looking good. She's throwing up blood. We begin to pray. Amen. And she was healed. Amen. She's doing better. Is that not right? Amen. She's doing better. I'm telling you, you need to stop operating in the facts and in the turmoil and in the trying to figure it all out and say, I still got a Jesus. From the heavenlies. That's still a miracle working God. That's still a saving God. That's still a delivering God. That's still a powerful God. Faith of the matter, brother. Faith of the matter. The faith of the matter is we've been pushing up against sickness and nonsense and flu and all of this that's when we need to step out in the faith of the matter and say devil you ain't gonna have this service there's a backslider here that needs to break through we're gonna break through in the operation of the spirit amen that's when you need to push beyond amen the facts of a service that seems so cold and dry and say ah ah there's someone in here that needs a healing my family needs a breakthrough anybody want the faith of the matter anybody want Anybody want to enter into the dimension of the spirit right now? It's flowing. Why don't you step in? Why don't you call heaven to earth right now? Anyone really, really willing to step out of their facts and step into the dimension of the supernatural? Are you tired of your superficial circumstance? Do you want a supernatural move of God? I've been breaking out right now. I've been breaking out right now. There's a miracle that can happen. I wonder if my wife could help me. When you come up, I want you to get a vision of heaven. I want you to get a vision of heaven. I want you to pull from heaven your miracle. I want you to pull from heaven your breakthrough. I want you to pull from heaven your renewal. Come on. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need a healing. You need a job. You need a financial blessing. Get into the heavenlies and say, Lord, if you'll bless me, I'll be, I'll be a blessing because it's about the kingdom of God on earth. It's about the kingdom of heaven operating on earth. Come on. 
we ain't going to wait to heaven to rejoice, Brother Bafford. Because heaven is operation, operation right now, here in this place. Come on, come on. Hikate, hikalama, hashalalabokete. Yeah, yeah, rapo, hikate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break it, hato, hikam, alabosata, atayalalabokete. That's it. Step out in the faith. Step out in the faith. 